You've tuned in to localjobnetwork.com radio where you can find all of your favorite employment-related shows. I'm your host, Katie Chesney, and you're listening to Job Search Guide, a show where we get tips and tricks from experts on how you can land your next job. And today we are talking about job interview mistakes. And if you've ever left an interview thinking that it went great only to not get the position, chances are you've made a mistake during that interview process. So joining us today to talk about interview mistakes is Ramon Santillon, and he is founder and consultant at Persuasive Interview. So Ramon, how often do you think people walk away from interviews thinking that they aced it only to find out a week or so later that they, in fact, did not get the job? Well, actually, I think it happens more often than not. Mm -hmm. I think most people, unless they punch the interviewer in the face, (laughs) think that they have the job, you know, and they're expecting that call, you know, a couple of days later, and then they wait a little bit more, wait a little bit more. And eventually, if they're lucky, they'll get a rejection. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they just won't get anything at all. If we were to put a number on it, I would say 99%. And do you think these people understand why they didn't get that position after, you know, they don't hear anything or they do say, you know, they do hear the act, actually, no, you didn't get the position? Or do you think that they're just confused and just going to keep going as status quo? Most people will say, well, I wasn't the right fit. It's Mm -hmm. what usually HR tells you. The reason they tell you is because they really don't want to deal with people getting defensive about what the truth is. So mm-hmm. if I say, you know, you mumbled a lot during the interview, immediately someone will say, well, no, I don't mumble. And, you know, I did this, I did that. HR doesn't have time to do that. They don't want to expose them to, themselves to any uh, litigation, basically. Mm-hmm. So they'll just give you a generic answer saying, no, you weren't the right fit. Or, you know, someone was more experienced than you were. Mm-hmm. I think that's basically the, it wasn't you, it's me. Mm-hmm. Rejection. Okay. That doesn't help at all because people say, well, they found someone better. And after a while, you have to re- realize why really am I not getting these jobs? I'm getting a bunch of interviews, but I'm not getting any jobs. And, mm-hmm. and that's when I tell my clients, we have to determine what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Long story short, you are doing something wrong. If you have interviews and no job offers, you are doing something wrong. Now, what common and maybe not so common mistakes do you hear of job seekers making during interviews that really, you know, blow it for them? And earlier you had mentioned mumbling. So is it things along those lines? I think most times people just rely on their certifications, their education, their experience to get a job. And they go in with the attitude like, I want a job that can do this for me, when it should be, the different approach should be, this is what I can do for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people say, well, you know, I did this at my previous job. They don't do a good job of selling themselves and the skills that they have to the new job. So instead of saying, well, this is what I did at my old job, you go and saying, this is what I'm going to do for you. An mm-hmm. employer doesn't care what you did for someone else. They care what you're going to do for them. So this is what I, I can do for you, the results I can get for you. And I can prove that because I have the results in this other job that are similar to these. Mm-hmm. Again, a lot of people, they just go in and, and basically rest on the lowers. Uh, they take a very passive stance on interviewing. They'll submit a resume through the HR system wait to get a call back, show up and ask your questions. You have to be more aggressive Mm -hmm. and more active on that. And you should go and meet the people you're going to interview, find solutions to the problems before they even ask you what the problem is. Mm -hmm. Now, do you have any strategies or advice for our job seekers out there on, you know, general interview preparation so that they really um, can identify for a specific company what their experience can do for them and translate to adding value for that employer? I actually help people switch industries completely. And people say, well, you know, you, you can't do that. You have to have the experience. Mm-hmm. And again, back to the why do why didn't you get the job? People say, well, you know, someone with more experience got it or a better fit. And yeah, there, there probably was someone a better fit because they sold themselves better than you did. Mm-hmm. Strategies I would suggest, you know, right off the bat, really, 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 and I mean really, 
<laughs> it's the company and the people they're going to interview you. Mm-hmm. I see this. They go and look at the website and they kind of look at the, they poke around and they make some questions during the interview. Like, oh, I see that you guys sponsored, you know, Walk for the Cure or something like that. Right. I mean, that's banner. That's whatever, basically, talking. No one remembers that. Mm-hmm. They're going to remember when you say, hey, you know, I noticed that you guys did this. How did you fix it? I noticed that you guys have this problem. Recently, a client of mine for an IT position, she noticed that uh, she's basically getting hired to create this portal for the company. Mm-hmm. When she was applying for it, she noticed that in the uh, HR portal where she submitted her resume, they had a lot of problems. So when she went in for an interview, she's talking about this. You know, like, hey, you know, I noticed that you have these problems in the HR portal. I'm assuming you have something similar for this portal I'm supposed to be building. These are the solutions that we'll have for you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that interview went great. There's a job offering right now. And she's negotiating what uh, salary she wants to get now. In that kind of situation, would you recommend like going to that employer's website and kind of looking for mistakes or things that you feel um, could be updated? Or does that really depend on, you know, what position you're applying for, what your experience is and what industry you're in? It really depends on, on, again, the market you're doing. For her, fortunately, she's an IT role Mm -hmm. and it was easier for her because you can go to the website and find those things. And I tell my clients, figure out what the people who your, your future boss could be and try to get in touch with them. Mm-hmm. That's easy now. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn, Google, Facebook, all that stuff. Aside from that, start looking through the newspaper saying, hey, you know, I saw that you guys came in the news for this project. Uh, what are you guys doing about it? Or what do you think is going to happen in the next six months? Mm-hmm. You know, I have some ideas I can share with you. I'd like to hear what you guys have to say first or things like that. I mean, really do your research. Again, a lot of people, they just show up to the interview and they're not prepared at all. They, mm-hmm. they maybe have an answer for what's your biggest challenge question. Right. Maybe not. Maybe they do. But most of the times people just do it on the fly, but they see their pants and it shows. Mm-hmm. And again, people think, I did great. I gave great answers. But in reality, you didn't. Mm-hmm. You just thought of something on the top of your head and talked away. What we've kind of been talking about with these mistakes, and it's really just one mistake, and it's not being prepared. And you mentioned kind of, um, you know, practicing an interview question and saying, you know, maybe at minimum someone will practice, you know, what's your you know, greatest weakness or where do you need to improve or things like that. So how can a job seeker really determine um, what interview questions they need to practice and what they should prepare for for an interview? Yeah, this is an interesting thing. No matter how much you practice some interview questions, mm-hmm. chance that they're, they're not going to ask you them. I mean, there, there's right. a million questions they can ask you. How can you prepare for that? Mm-hmm. What you should do, just basic interview questions, what's your biggest challenge? What's your biggest weakness? What's your biggest strength? Why are you looking for a new job? You have answers for that. Mm-hmm. What the key here is, you're going to have to manage your interview. Okay. Instead of you showing up and getting asked questions, you're going to leave little breadcrumbs for them okay. going back to your resume. So they're going to say, you know, what's your biggest challenge? And you'll say, you know, my biggest challenge is that I'm, this is a pretty cliche. I don't recommend this, but for example, is uh, I'm a perfectionist. And uh, my biggest challenge is I'm a perfectionist. And I've actually worked on, on this project that you can see my resume where, you know, we did it perfectly. However, I wish we could have been less stressed out. And again, mm-hmm. point to your resume, the project you did. And then they'll ask you some other questions. Say, well, that's actually interesting because it reminds me of this project that I did. And again, you go back to your resume, the story you have to tell. What makes you different than everyone else? Mm-hmm. A lot of times people answer the question, why should we hire you? And they'll come up with the answer that I'm hardworking, I'm dedicated, and I can get the job done. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, that's a given. No one's going to say they're not hardworking, dedicated. What really makes you different? That's what you have mm-hmm. to figure out before you walk into the interview. 
Now, one thing that you mentioned that you kind of specialized in earlier was body language. So how does that play into this when you're, um, you know, practicing these interview questions and then when you're actually in the interview and you're answering these questions, what kind of body language should you be using and what kind of things should you be staying away from? Right off the bat, a lot of times, again, people rely on their on their past, on their experiences, qualifications, certifications to get the job. They say, well, I'm the best candidate, so I'm just going to show up and ask your questions. Mm-hmm. Most of my work deals with uh, introverts, okay. so accountants, mm-hmm. engineers, mm-hmm. you name it. I mean, those are the people I deal with. They'll show up. You know, they're very highly qualified, except they show up and, you know, shoulders bent forward, kind of looking down. They ramble. They don't uh, look you in the eye. So they do a very bad job of projecting their, their confidence and their success and their knowledge. Mm-hmm. Along comes this guy who might not be as qualified as them, and he or she shows up with a big smile on their face. Look them straight in the eye, shakes their good handshake, smile, and gives direct answers. You know, what your mom tells you, you stand up straight, mm-hmm. smile, look them in the eye. That's that's golden rule right there for us. Okay. Again, just go in and smile. I mean, you, you'd be surprised how many people don't smile or give you a, a, re- a real smile when you talk to them and mm-hmm. they don't pay attention. Right. And and interviewing, naturally, just because it's an interview and, you know, you really want the job, so you're nervous. So I think just, you know, keeping in mind that they're just people and as long as you put your best foot forward and you practice and you're prepared and you're confident in yourself, then um, that should kind of reflect through your body language, would you think? I do. And one thing on on practicing, a lot of people, they say, okay, I'm going to practice my interview questions. So they'll sit down and then say, what's your biggest challenge? They'll come up with an answer. What's your biggest strength? They'll come up with an answer. However, when it comes to the interview, they they answer the question, a great answer, but their body language gives them away because they're punched over. They they basically, they practice in a bad way. They practice, you know, sitting down, looking down at a piece of paper, when reality should be practicing in front of a mirror and seeing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's not super easy because we can use your phones. Literally, our phones to just record ourselves and see, answer a question. Okay, you can tell your friend, hey, ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. And then you can see, yourself, oh, I didn't realize that I was looking up to the side or my shoulder twitches or something like that. So that's the key. You have to know, you practice like you're going to do, uh, like you're in the real interview. Mm-hmm. One thing I do with my clients, I actually like meeting them at a Starbucks and I, I, I drill them. And they say, well, why am I having Starbucks? And I was like, well, because you're in a Starbucks, you're going to be nervous. Mm-hmm. And I want you to do two things. I want you to be nervous because I want you to know how it feels like to be nervous. Because again, when you're interviewing, you're going to be nervous. And then two, I want you to really manage that nervousness. So when, when they're standing up and it's okay, give me an answer what's your biggest challenge. And there's people walking around, they get nervous. And I say, okay, I know the feeling, we're going to manage that nervousness. So again, mm-hmm. as, as close to reality as you can. You know, which includes making a video of yourself, answering, uh, looking at what you're doing, your body language. And I really like the um, the suggestion you gave there of recording yourself and then watching it because that that's is going to give you a really good indication of what the interviewer across the table is going to see of you. Right. And I did want to switch um, gears a little bit and ask you about persuasion and how that plays into job interviews and how that persuasion when it's properly um, harnessed can actually help you in your job interview as far as getting the job. When you go to a job interview, they've narrowed down the field to however many candidates. Usually it's about between at least five to mm-hmm. like 10 people. Most people probably have qualifications. They probably went to more or less the same school, same education, same certification, all that stuff. Basically what they're doing when you're going to a job interview, they're determining which one they like the most. Okay. 
And they do that, you know, again, by the body language. You might show up and, you know, if your shoulders are hunched over and you kind of look shifty or you're not, you know, a lot of times people don't go in their interview best. They, you know, their clothes aren't ironed or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they say, okay, well, this definitely this guy we don't like. This girl we don't like. Uh, this one, eh, they're okay. This one, they made me feel interested. This one looks like they know what they're doing. That's basically what an interview is. So mm-hmm. you're, they're trying to figure out basically who they like the best. Persuasion part comes in when, again, you can persuade them that you're the best candidate. Like I mentioned earlier, I've had clients who have no uh, background in a particular field, and yet they've been able to get that job. Why is that? Well, because they were able to convince them, persuade them, that they were the best candidate. You know, Maybe I don't know how to do accounting. However, I have experience in this other area, and these are the results I got. I am results. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I can get you the results you want. Even though I don't know anything about accounting, I've done something similar or you know, something that can translate to this job before, and I've gotten good results. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, we are running out of time today, but I did want to give you the floor at this last couple minutes here to share one last piece of advice with our job seekers on interviewing and how they can really be successful with all the things that we've talked about today? I think if you look for a job that you really, really want, so th- this is my, my mantra. A lot of people leave a job interview hoping and praying that they get picked for the job. Mm-hmm. My idea is that, no, you should leave a job interview with them hoping that you pick their job. Mm-hmm. You have as much power as the employer has in the job interview process. I want to make sure people realize that, that they have that power. And with that final piece of advice, we will wrap up the show for today on Job Search Guide. So thank you for joining us and sharing your expert advice, Ramon. We do appreciate it. Thank you. Now, to find more employment-related shows, head over to aljanradio.com. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows, please send me an email at aljanradio at localjobnetwork.com. And once again, I'm your host, Katie Chesney with Aljan Radio, and I'll see you next time.